I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, good grief. I just looked at my podcast and I'm telling you what, I cannot believe it has been three weeks since I put up an episode. That's a shame. Shame on me for not doing more. But guys, I needed a break. I will be honest, I needed that break. And this is another truck talk. Um, I am driving here. Obviously, if I'm in my truck, I'm probably driving. And it's cold here in Michigan. It is, my truck says it's 33 degrees outside, which is accurate. And my sunglasses are fogged up, so I'm trying to be able to see here while I drive. If you hear the heater noise, I'm sorry, I've got to run it because it's cold here. And if I don't run it while I'm talking, my windshield will fog up and then I won't be able to see. So, guys, it has been a long time. This season, this fall season, was really, it really kicked my butt. Um, so, I'm going to talk a little bit here about me personally for a second. So, this fall, during the mowing season, I did fine. Um, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't having the time of my life for sure, but this fall, I started having stomach issues again. And I don't know if I've talked about that on the podcast or not, but I have some digestive issues. And so I was feeling bad this fall. And you throw into the mix um, going into the winter and and I didn't have the money that I needed to have for the winter this year. Years past, I have had all the my my uh, my owners draw money. I've had all that in the bank, so I didn't have to go into the winter worrying whether it was going to snow or not. This year, we haven't had any snow yet. I mean, we've had a little. Um, we got like maybe a quarter inch last night. Um, and that's been it. That's really been it for, for Michigan. That's really, really low. Last year at this time, we had 16 inches of snow total. And right now we have less than an inch of snowfall in Michigan for, for our area, for mid Michigan, um, which is very strange. So, um, I was really worried Sorry, guys, this road is really bumpy, and my truck suspension's really stiff. So if you hear my voice shaking, it's because the road is really bumpy, as you can hear. I can hear it, my voice, like, shaking up and down in my headphones. It's really funny. But anyway, so, um, so that was really freaking me out. I was, and this was, you know, end of November, early December, so... The, the reason I was freaking out then is because they were talking about that we may not get much snow in Michigan this year. So I was kind of freaking out because what happened is I kind of made a poor decision um, kind of midsummer. 
So as you guys may know, if you've been listeners to my podcast, uh, you know, so I've let me go back here just for a second. I know I'm all over the place. It's been three weeks since I've done an episode, so I'm just all over the place right now mentally, guys. But um, if you've never, if you don't know who I am, I've been in the lawn care business for ten years now. I'm in my tenth year, and I've been doing this. I came out of the medical field into the lawn care business. Been doing it for ten years. Now I started up a a driveway. Uh, maintenance business. So I'm going to talk about that in a little bit here. But so that's where I'm at right now. And I've just spent these last 10 years just learning all these lessons. And I made a bad decision this year. Uh, My 10th year, you would think I would know by now, but I just, you know, you don't learn the lesson until you're ready to learn it. And so this year I went out, I had to purchase a new trailer a new landscape trailer. I bought a dual axle trailer because I have a. I bought a Ventrac this spring, and I had a single axle trailer, and that single axle trailer axle trailer was not going to be able to handle the weight of the Ventrac. So I had to go out and get a dual axle trailer. I looked as hard as I could for a single axle trailer that would hold the weight of the Ventrac. I could not find any. So I had to get a dual axle. And so what I did midsummer, so this was the spring, I purchased trailer in the spring, I financed it. And the rate on the trailer was 10.99%. So I was paying 10, 11% interest on this trailer every month. And I just hate paying interest. I do not like it. So I have, I've financed things in the past. My truck is financed. Uh, I have a Bradley mower that is financed. Um, the Bradley mower is, is 0% financing. So I look at the Bradley mower as I'm renting that mower for $150 a month. And so to me, that's great return because I make like seven, $8,000 a month with that mower. So by far, that's a great investment of my money and a great return for my money. But for the trailer, I just could not swallow paying 11% interest on this trailer. And the gate is like, it's already falling apart. The mesh is starting to come off. The welds are breaking. Um, and it's just a mess. And it's supposed to be one of the best trailers. It's a SureTrack trailer. And everybody just sings the praises of SureTrack trailer, at least around here. And this trailer has just not it's hasn't held up to my standard. Uh, it, it, the gate's just fallen apart. Now, yes, could that be my fault? Sure. Loading and unloading the vent track is probably too much weight for that gate. However, the trailer can handle that amount of weight. So why wouldn't you build the gate to handle the same amount of weight that the, the trailer can haul? That's my issue with this thing. Uh, these gates, trailer gates with that expanded metal mesh, they are poorly made. And I, I'm really upset about it. Like, like this is not something that our, like the landscape trailer industry, they are not good at this. All right. They are just not good at it. Um, they need to make a trailer gate 
that can handle the same amount of weight that that entire trailer can handle because you have to put on and off that trailer machines that could potentially weigh that much. And they don't. They don't do it. They don't make the trailer gates properly with enough, with enough um, quality to handle the weight of these machines. And so that's really frustrating me with this trailer. And so I got to midsummer and I was just mad at this trailer. I didn't want to be paying 11% interest on this thing anymore. I felt like I made a bad decision because the, the gate, not only is it poorly made, but it's short. So every time I pull on and off my mowers, the mowers are scraping the deck or the the decks are scraping on this gate when I'm backing them off. It just makes me infuriated every time I load or unload a mower. And so I'm, I'm mad at myself for making the purchase, and I'm mad at SureTrack Trailers for making such a piece of crap gate, and, and I'm mad at the people that told me that SureTrack Trailers are wonderful and they're made from quality materials, and they, as long as you take care of it, they will, you'll never have a problem with it. And that's just a bunch of lies. It's a bunch of lies. Now, now yes, SureTrack underneath, like their frame, the trailer frame, the, the way they make their frame, and all of that is built well. None of that matters if you can't get equipment on and off the trailer without destroying the gate. So the trailer gate quality does not match the rest of the trailer's quality. So that's why I'm so mad about it. But I did not want to pay this 11%. I keep repeating myself because I keep going back and telling you little bits. But I, I got to the midsummer point. I had you know, like $7,000 in my owner's draw account because I just, I, I separate my finances uh, by percentage. So whenever, whenever I get a check from a client, I separate that out by percentage into different accounts. And that really helps out a lot to, to help me in my finances and, and, I save money all year to make it through the winter. And so when I got, uh, when I saw that number, I'm like, you know what? I owe about $4,000 on this trailer. I'm going to take money out of my owner's draw account because I should. I should. I didn't do the math, which was very stupid. I should be able to make that money back by the time winter comes around. And so I took that money out. I threw it down on the trailer to pay that trailer off. It felt really good to pay the trailer off. But then I got to, then I got to October 31st, and I'm looking at my owner's draw account, and I have $3,500 in there. That is not going to get me through the winter. All right? That's not going to get me through the winter. So now I'm freaking out right? I'm like, this is a disaster. I'm about ready to let my family down. I'm about to, you know, have to sell a lot of equipment or get out of the business. Like that's, that, that's the way I was feeling. Even though, even though the rest of my accounts in my bank account equaled 
close to $20,000. I was still freaking out about not having that owner's draw account fully funded for the winter. So the way, as I said before, the way I run my business is off percentages. And it works really, really well when you don't make stupid decisions, okay? When you don't take money out of accounts that you shouldn't be taking money out of for things that shouldn't be paid for with that particular money. And that's what I did is I took money out of the owner's draw account to pay for a piece of equipment, which is the trailer, instead of keeping that money in the account and and just saying, you know what, I'm going to have to deal with this decision that I made, continue to pay the monthly payment along with that 11% interest because this is the decision that I made. And, and that way I won't put my family in jeopardy come winter time. So I got up to that point and I'm freaking out and everything is just like everything started to just kind of unravel shall we say in in my thinking for for just the business and i i guess that's the wrong way to word it so i'm doing leaf cleanups now and my mowing schedule is out the window okay and i have adhd so my mind and everybody's ADHD works just a little bit differently. Not everybody is like super hyperactive and, and all that stuff. I'm not super hyperactive, but my mind works differently than everyone else's. So my life is full of piles of stuff. So I'm a piler and, um, people with ADHD that they, this happens. You, just pile things up. You don't ever put anything away. You just pile it up. And then in your brain, like you never see, you don't really see the pile. The pile's there, but you don't recognize the pile. And, and so I'm a piler. And so with my ADHD, it was just, now what was I going to say with this? I don't remember. Anyway, I have ADHD. Okay. And, oh, this is what I was going to say. And the way I deal with my ADHD is, I just realized that that was a very ADHD moment. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get back on track. So, um, so the way I deal with my ADHD is I have a schedule. And I thrive on routine. So whenever my routine gets messed with, life starts to fall apart for me. And so when I made this decision and I saw that, oh no, money's not going to be in the count. And then the, the, the mowing season, the regular mowing schedule ends because now we're just transitioning right into leaves and leaf mulching like oh no my schedule's out the window then you know i just i i we had a we have a time change here in michigan and i was my body was really struggling to adjust to the time change and so my body's like oh no i want to 
I want to go to bed at five o'clock in the afternoon. Like it's time to go to sleep. And I'm waking up at three 30 in the morning. It's, and I was just off. Everything has been off for me. And so that's a big reason why I haven't been on podcast. I haven't made any videos. I'm just off. I'm just, I'm off of my routine. I'm off of my schedule and I'm slowly getting back on that. And then because I was off my routine, off my schedule, and everything just seems to be going to hell in a handbasket, I decide, you know what, this year I'm going to get back into deer hunting. So, <laughs> so earlier this year we had a garage sale and I sold like 80% of the stuff that I had for deer hunting because I'm like, I never have time to go deer hunting anymore because fall cleanups always get in the way. It's really busy time of year. I've got to get all my snow contracts out. I've got to get everything done. I'm doing lots of estimates for snow around this time of year. I just don't ever have time to hunt. So I'm just going to sell my pop-up blind. I'm going to sell all the, the other stuff except for my guns that I don't use you know, during the year. I'm going to keep the guns because those are expensive. But everything else, I'm going to sell in a garage sale. And I did. We sold all of it. And then I decided I'm going to go deer hunting. So then I had to go out and buy a new pop-up blind or a couple pop-up blinds. I had to buy some new clothing, not much but a little, and, and get some supplies for deer hunting. And so that just threw more stuff in the mix of my unorganized, off-my-routine life. And it has been a whirlwind, guys. Like... I, I'm sure this might be hard for some of you to understand if you don't have ADHD. It's almost like you have like um, bipolar, I want to say bipolar light. Like ADHD is not bipolar, but it's like bipolar light, right? Because when, when you're a kid, eventually, because you, your life is always disordered until you figure out your way of dealing with the ADHD. Now, I don't take any medicine for mine. Um, I never have. So I just figured out a way to deal with it. And my way of dealing with it was having a really solid routine. I get up at this time. I do this. I do this. I do this. Everything has to be done in order because that keeps your routine. And when that goes out the window and you can't get back on it for whatever reason, life just feels like it's falling apart. Now, to someone else, like to someone like my wife, that is foreign to her. She's like, what do you mean life is falling apart? You just got to do what you got to do. And it, that seems like it's real easy. But in my brain, I, I cannot get things done done in in a proper manner i just it, it just doesn't work and so that's where i have been at just been disorganized disheveled um and off my routine and so that has been life for me the last three weeks last four weeks really but i am slowly but surely getting back on my routine and it's 
it life is feeling better. I'm heading out right now to head to the woods to go hunting. And uh, we have a late doe season here. So I'm heading out to the woods to hopefully shoot a doe and thin our herd a little bit because our hunter numbers are down here in Michigan. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm not going out to work. Um, I haven't had to do any work for maybe a week now. And what I, the work that I did do was a couple of driveway repairs. And so that's been a lot of my focus lately because while everything else was kind of falling apart, I also needed to, because I've talked about this before, that I was thinking about starting another business with driveway repair. Because I've talked about that already on the podcast. If you listen back to some earlier episodes, I bought a Ventrac with a power rake, and it does a really good job with repairing gravel driveways. So I've been doing that all summer, and I decided that I needed to separate the two businesses just so that I can keep the money straight and, and really separate them so that if I ever decide to sell the driveway repair side or the lawn care side, I can do that and they're separated. And so that's what I was doing this month as well. I separated the two businesses. So I started a new business called Gravel Blasters Repair and Restoration. And um, so I, I started that. I had to do some paperwork for that. But honestly, it was pretty easy. But I did have to build a website. So I built a website for that. You can go look up gravelblasters.com and you'll see my website. And it's, it's simple. It's not, it's not amazing by any means, but it's already gotten me some work. Now, my main advertising for the, the driveway business is Facebook and being in community groups around my area. And that has gotten me a ton of business uh, just for gravel driveways. I've been doing, I've done in the last two weeks, I've done six driveway estimates, and I'm scheduling right now for spring 2024. So I'm hoping to fill up my schedule for spring 2024, and that way I can know if I, how many days I need to drop off of my mowing schedule. So I do need to thin my mowing schedule because um, this past year was just too much. It was just, it was way too much. And then with driveways, I was working every Saturday. So I've got to get rid of at least one day of mowing during my week so that I can do either estimates or driveway repairs on that extra day. So that's where I'm going um, this year is looking at my, my lawn care clients, seeing which ones I can drop and get rid of and condensing those routes so that I can have a full day during the week to do driveway repair. And so this is, it's just been a crazy, crazy three weeks for me. Um, and then you throw in, you know, you've got, you've got Thanksgiving that we had, and then we have, um, you know, we're coming up on Christmas. I have had some Christmas programs and stuff for the church that I've been a part of and had to do. And it's just been, it's been crazy. 
And so that is where I have been the last the last three weeks. It has been just uh, a mess. My life has been a mess the last three weeks. And God bless my wife for putting up with it. Um, she, you know, we've been together for 20 years now. We've been married for 17. And so, you know, obviously she knows how I am. <laughs> but um, this has been one of the worst worst um just off routine periods of my life just at least it's felt that way uh, maybe from people on the outside it doesn't look like that because i've tried to keep it together but internally it has really been a struggle and so that's where i've been i'm not giving up on life by any chance um you know as i said i'm just working to get back on that routine and sometimes that's a struggle for me. But we're getting there. It's happening. I'm getting it done. We're going to make this thing happen. Hopefully this spring I will be able to drop a full day of mowing clients and be able to um, just do driveway repairs uh, maybe one to two days a week instead of the the one day a week just on Saturday and then doing estimates like weeknights and things like that because that's just tough. It's tough. It's hard and it it really it, it puts a strain on the family. Um, this year we did not do a whole lot as a family. Yes, we went on a week-long vacation, but even that didn't really feel like a vacation. Um, it just felt short um, and it was just it was tough. It was a tough year. It was really, it was a tough year just because I was working six days a week and working late every night. So I'm really hoping to not do that this year. And so to, instead of hoping not to do that, I am looking at my schedule, looking at ways that I can cut lawns out of my schedule because I just don't have the time to do all of them and that that's hard for me because a lot of my clients have been with me since I started and so that's hard but I've got to make those decisions because it's just grass they can find another person to mow their lawn I cannot find another family right I can't I, I'm not willing to do that so I'm willing to let go of a lawn client to save my family and so that's where I'm at, guys. That's where I've been. Uh, this has just been kind of an update podcast. Hopefully, I will be back Friday for a Faith Friday episode. I've really been feeling like I need to do those. Um, and I'm finally at the place where I think I can do start doing those again. Um, I'm looking at digging into the book of the Bible, Acts. So I'm looking at digging into Acts and just hoping to share that with you and uh, spend some quality time uh, talking with you about spiritual things. So I know that sounds weird to some of you who maybe don't even know what a Faith Friday is. Uh, come back Friday for and you'll you'll see what a faith friday is so anyways guys that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening and i will see you 
hopefully on Friday.